Hi, this is Soraya Utana. I am a life designer mindset coach. And today I am so happy to be here with you and in a very important topic. And today we're going to talk about how to let go of resentment. And, you know, resentment is such a strong word, a strong concept. And this is where most people I find get stuck. We've all been in a situation where we feel that we've been acted upon, that we've been unjustly done upon, and we find uh, that we harbor uh, feelings towards others' situations or people, most likely, that we feel are behind our misery, that are behind our suffering. And today, I'm going to talk to you about how can you let go of the resentment. And uh, resentment is... Um, is a topic that when I bring it up to anybody, I always hear, well, it's not fair. Well, I don't think I can forgive. And many times what I find is not really that you cannot forgive. It's actually, is, is it a, an, an ability? Can I forgive or is it a willingness? Because in my experience, you have been gifted with and everything in your power to be happy. And it's your God-given right and also a gift, the ability that you have to let go, to practice letting go. And um, so I want to talk to you about uh, a man, a man by the name of Nelson Mandela. And if you know him, you would know that he was in South Africa. He was living in a time where there was discrimination going on, black versus white, uh, white versus black, I should say. And it uh, is actually greatly depicted in a movie that is called The Power One. I'm going to invite you to see that movie if you haven't. And it shows the life of how most people in South Africa was living and how they needed to really be apart from, from, uh, from the white folks. And so along comes Nelson Mandela and he wants to create change. And he, what, he, what happens, he, he ends up in prison because of his beliefs, because he wanted to create a difference. He wanted to change the world. And they said, no, you're not changing the world. We're locking you up. And that's what's happening. So he was locked up for 25 years. So when you think about what's been done to you, the injustice and whatever you might be holding yourself um, holding grudges for, I want to invite you to see that you're not alone. It's a human condition. This is really not a fair world. And as much as I would like it to be, it's not. You know, I work with survivors of human trafficking, and I hear the horror stories. And some of these girls and boys that are raped sometimes 30 times per day against their will, they're being exploited. It's not a fair world. I don't like it. I don't... I don't enjoy it. I don't like to hear the stories. I work with them to remove all the trauma. And it's not easy when you've been living in a situation like this, right? But it is beautiful when you can see people letting go. And if they can let go of this situation, you can let go of anything that has happened to you, of anything that you hold dear to your life, that you say, this shouldn't have happened. And this is really where, where, um, where the pain comes, when suffering comes, is when your blueprint of the things that should have happened did not go the way they, that you think should have been. This should have not happened, and this should have happened, right? So that's when you are saying that, it didn't, and therefore you are holding that resentment because you see that in a way 
it was unfair. And like we said, this is not a fair world, but you get to choose to be happy. And many people say, well, I cannot forgive because I want them to pay or they are guilty. And forgiving them would be like condoning what they did. And this is a very different concept because can you really go back and change what happened? Can you really make everybody pay for what you think they should pay? And that really opens up a new window of sometimes we do things that that it's our doing and it's not the other person and we're still wanting to pay to be guilty of that but we had some doing in that we had our own way of contributing i'm not saying all the time i'm saying sometimes so if we were just to punish everybody that in our world in our mind in our internal representation of our world should be punished then this would be the other side of that unfair world because then we would have somebody coming and telling me it's not fair what she's doing now right or what he's doing now so this is what you can do is you get to choose to live your life in the way that I say it, above the line so what is a life above the line a life above the line is uh, is 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 living in a way that where you are not experiencing negative emotions that would be below the line so below the line you have all the frustration the injustice the fear the anxiety the depression the sadness the loneliness and then there's this imaginary line that I always talk about and then above the line is everything great that you want the peace of mind the joy the fulfillment the success the abundance the way I put it is God lives above the line and that's where we want to be so you get to choose constantly where are you going to be throughout your day throughout every day you want to be under the line you want to live and that means you're experiencing constant emotions of negativity or do you want to make a decision and move above the line so if we go back to our Nelson Mandela is he was in prison for 25 years for something that was unjustly done unto him yes and he was confined many times. He was in silence. He was retrieved from the world and he was locked up very well indeed. And when he came out 25 years later, uh, somebody asked him what, what he was going to do uh, with, the, with his captors, with the system that unjustly took away and stole 25 years of his life. And, and you know, what amazes me is his response because he said, no, I did not lose 25 years. I was preparing myself. And the man goes on to become the president of South Africa. And what blows me away about him as well is the amount of impact that this man had that on his funeral day, and when, there was, when people gather for his funeral, they um, did it in a stadium. It was in a huge stadium where there were thousands and thousands of places that could be occupied for people coming and saying their goodbyes to this man that had created such an impact in the world. The, everybody, all the dignitaries, all the presidents, all important people that could come, they dropped whatever they were doing, they changed their agendas for one man, and that was Nelson Mandela because of the impact that he had. And the impact that he was able to, to create is because he was grounded, because he uh, was able to let go because he did not hold into the grudges. He did not hold into the resentment and to the bitterness that what unjustly was done unto him, that he, he could have hold into that, but he didn't. He chose differently. He chose to be happy. He chose to create other ways and other avenues and spiral his life upwards. 
the same thing happened for Victor Frank. There you have a psychiatrist that one day the Nazis are knocking on his door, opening the door, and he's grabbing for dear life to everything that he has, all his life findings and research and whatever he could in a second and stall, and, and, and stuck it inside the places that he could find on his coat. And off he goes into a concentration camp with his wife. They stripped him from all his belongings, from all his, his, his learnings, his research that was valuable to him. They um, made him live in the way that we know how those concentration camps went about. They killed his wife. They took everything away from him. And he, this man survived that. He survived the Holocaust. And he went and wrote a, a, a book that is called Man's Search for Meaning. And in that book, he quotes what he says is the ultimate of all freedoms. And you know, what amazes me about him is that he said about his captors, he said, they might take everything away from me. They might take my dignity away. They might take my possessions, my loved ones, everything I own in this world. However, there's one thing they cannot take away from me. And that is my ability to choose how I'm going to feel in any given moment. That, my friend, is the ultimate of all the freedoms that we can experience. And what I'm inviting you today is to see that you have that ability, that you have the very same concept is in your hands, that you hold in, within you the keys to the prison where you've locked people, and you hold them right there very dearly inside that prison, cold, ugly, disgusting, smelly, but you're holding the door and the key to the door on the other side. You don't go very far so that you make sure that they stay there. And the problem with that is that you are smelling from that poison and you're living in that poison and you are intoxicating yourself, your emotions, your body. You're creating disease in your body by not letting go, by holding on to that. You can actually feel the nuts in your stomach. You can feel the pressure on your chest and on your shoulders, on the not wanting to let go and the memories. And there is a way, and there's different ways that you can do this, but there is a way to freedom and it's by letting go. And you can let go of different ways. And what I'm going to invite you today is to count the cost of you holding into that grudge. What is that doing for you, for your family, for your relationships? If it's for your marriage and you cannot forgive your spouse, then what are you doing inside that relationship? Wouldn't it be better to make one decision or another? Make the decision to either let go or make the, to let go of them or to let go of the past. Because you cannot change what happened. You cannot change the facts. You cannot go back in time and recreate that and make it happen differently. What you can do, however, is you can go to the past and change how you view that. How in your own internal representation of your own world, how you view all that and you can change that. That's why I call changing the past. Because the way you see it, the way you have it right now, you have a movie with an intensified emotion about what happened. And, and then there's an internal jury that you want to hold against those people and bring them to trial except that there's nobody there's no judge there's no trial there's not it's not going to happen but you can go and change what happened you can in your mind you can say you can you can choose to see it differently and when you do that then you can give it a different meaning was it the beginning was it the end was it a way that they destroy your life or was it an awakening for you to grab strength and turn things around and create greater causes for that and support other causes and, and create national and international movements out of that, like Nelson Mandela did. So what is it that you're gonna do with that? The way I put it is, if you get limes raining upon you, then bring out this squeezer, the lemon squeezer. 
and turn it into lemonade because it is possible. I know it. I've been there, and um, I actually speak a little bit about this in my in my e-booklet that I want to give you. I'm going to put it here in the comments. You can access that, and it is possible to forgive it is possible to let go you have made that provision and the question really is not if you can because you can do anything that your mind says itself to do the question here is are you willing are you willing to let go and live above the line and move above the line that's a different story that's my invitation for for, for you for today and the way i'm i'm going to give you the way and how you do that and what you do is when you're ready you close your eyes and you do a closed eye process and closing your eyes has so much power because you connect to your internal representation of how you view the world. When you have your eyes open, you are distracted by everything that is going naturally around you. But when you close your eyes, you can focus on how you view the world, how that happened, how that went down. And I'm going to invite you to close your eyes to see yourself seated in a, in a theater type of place. You're by yourself. And in that theater, there is the stage. And into the stage comes the person, the people, the different persons that you that you hold grudges against, that you hold that resentment, that bitterness, that unforgiveness. And you see them coming to the front of the stage. And you talk to them. You can say whatever you want to them, but you're choosing to let them go. You're choosing to drop the charges. It's not because they deserve it, but because you can. It's not because they are are of the hook if it's not because you're condoning what they did it's because really you want to be happy and you're making a conscious decision and a conscious choice to go and operate that way so it's my invitation to you see him like that and when you do talk to them and if you feel like they're still not of the hook then in your mind go ahead and do whatever you want to do to them in your mind only don't take it physically take it in your mind and do whatever that you feel that they pay for that you have permission to do that and then release them and let them go. And what I'm going to add is to bless them because when you can bless, it really seals whatever negative emotions you were feeling towards somebody. That is the, the ultimate way that you know that you've forgiven somebody is when you are able to bless them, when you're able to see what happened and you're not feeling the, all the hurt, all the pain because you're choosing to let go. And I'm going to invite you to journal that and actually turn it around and thank them. You're going to thank them for the bad, thank them for the good that they brought. It, it turned you into a stronger person. It made you push forward. It made you create new opportunities. It made you go out of your boundaries and do something different. You can do any, any of that because you're choosing to see life in a different, from a different angle, from a different perspective. So what we're changing is a perspective. And when you change your perspective, you change the past and bless them. And when you do, you're going to start seeing your life being different because you're going to stop sending so much cortisol and adrenaline to throughout your body that is running and it's not, your body's not operating the way it can because you are creating disease because of all the negative emotions that are stored in there. That's my invitation to you. The road to happiness is available to you. You have already what it takes. All you need is guidance. I'm guiding you. I'm showing you. And if you feel that you still cannot do it, I'm inviting you to connect with me. My information is on the link at the end of this and you can see it and you can connect and let's do this. I hold retreats, I do workshops, I do events and also I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and I would love to walk you through that process. So thank you for being here with me. My invitation to you is that you spiral your life upwards and that you design a life that you love because it is possible.
I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Ciao, ciao. Follow us on the website at coachsoraya.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Soraya Altana.